Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's hour number two here. The Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon on 1700 KBGG. Ken is making his way to Memphis and we got problems. We have issues. Ken has run into a snowstorm. Mr. Miller, what is happening? Give us the road report for people making their way south. Well, it was fine, Trent, until we um, actually got just outside of Hannibal, and then once we made it through Hannibal, which is like going back in time. (laughs) It really and truly is. It's like you're in another country. Um, I've never been a big fan of Hannibal. It's like, um, you know, the deliverance, that kind of thing. (laughs) It's just they're just different people, aren't they? Um, so we made it through Hannibal. There's a couple of incidents. We couldn't get any food. It's like, I swear to God, the, the line for McDonald's was onto the street. Uh, so we thought we'd go up to his, cause there's a Wendy's and it was the same once you got in Wendy's. It's like, I've never seen anything like it. So, uh, onward we go and right back into the blizzard. So, um, you know, the Cyclone fans that are making their way down, hopefully they're, not going to encounter this, and um, and if so, I guess just be prepared. It was going to be a nine-and-a-half-hour drive to begin with. In all likelihood, not my best decision. Nine-and-a-half hours. And, yeah, the uh, the Google price alerts that I, they set up for you, Ken, it did not drop in price the flight. So, uh, Isn't that something? I'm not surprised, Trent. I'm really not. Yeah. Um, that would have been the way to go, obviously. But, you know, when, um, you know, two flights and it was – what was it going to be? About thirteen hundred bucks somewhere around yep. there. Look, air travel is no picnic, and you know, you know the risks when you're getting in your car. It's winter after all. It's the Midwest. You can run into this. So, uh, hopefully, we'll get through this. Um, I think I'm crying out loud. We're going south. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you figure you're, you're going to be good. You get right. through, through Iowa, you're going to be okay. Uh, not the case for you though, and and for the people making their way down there, not going to be exactly sunning and funning in Memphis. It doesn't sound like either. No, I guess Friday's going to be the best day. Friday, the high, I think we saw, is going to be around 43. That's the day we're going to try and venture down to Mississippi. I think there's press conferences tomorrow and then Campbell on Thursday. I want to say the players on Thursday. So, um, yeah, Friday, Friday sounds as though it's going to be the best day. The, the good news is the rain that was in the forecast uh, prior to the Christmas break um, you know, when we were looking anyways, it seems to, that has left the forecast, but it's not going to be nice. It's going to be, you know, 30s, but uh, dress accordingly, and um, we're a hearty bunch, right? We should be able to get through this. Yes. I'm Canadian, after all. You'll be in good shape. You'll be fine up there, and yeah, the Cyclone fans, they, they partied in cold weather before. Yes. They're, they're yes. going to be just fine, fine about that one. And Beale Street, it's going to be bouncing. Uh, you know, the excitement continues to build for Saturday for that one. We get Iowa tomorrow, 4.15 yeah. start time. Uh, in the pinstripe bowl. And speaking of travel problems, I saw Rob Howe. He's stuck in Chicago right now trying to get his way to New York. So doesn't matter what you go by uh, planes, trains, or automobiles. You're always going to run into something this time. 
Uh, let's start with the Hawkeyes. And I, I want to take you back to Friday night. I was at the Pentagon watching Iowa Colorado win hoops and uh what a great atmosphere since you must oh, have had a ball. It, it was incredible. I I mean just everything about it, not just the small venue, but yeah. the show that they put on there. You can see why big programs have made their way uh, to Sioux Falls for this event. It's so well put together and something that I know Iowa State's been there in the past. I think they need to get back on that train. I think Iowa needs to do it again. I don't not annually anything like that, but once every four or five years, it's such a cool experience in something completely different. How did it play out on TV? It was great. I mean, it really was. And and I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of Twitter, uh, a lot of message board um, posts that this probably so far this year was the biggest home court advantage for the Hawkeyes. It felt like a real. Uh, home court as opposed to, you know, what Carver can be like some nights. And mm-hmm. they showed Greenway in the stands, and he was having a beer. I assume he didn't sneak it in that right. you could buy him there. Yep. Yep. Um, but it looked it looked phenomenal on TV, Trent. And I thought the game was very entertaining in its own right. I think, the, you know, maybe, just maybe, are the Hawks taking, taking steps back to where we thought that they might be at the end of the non-conference play? We, we've seen some positive signs over the last week to 10 days. It's uh, they're the complete team now. Bears back doing his thing, though he didn't play very well himself Friday night. But having him out there, McCaffrey has that backup point guard. But the emergence of Macy Daly and it's yeah. a guy that we've talked about I, taking his game to another level. He looked comfortable. There was a spot it looked like he was going to run the point, and he actually got pulled out in the second half. But boy, the confidence that he's playing with, the link that he has, athleticism. He he kind of has everything. And we've talked about this team being a guard short. Maybe they finally found that guard, and it was right on the roster in Macy Daly. Yeah, isn't that great? I mean, him and Moss, when they both came in, it's like you didn't know what to expect, right? You, mm-hmm. you weren't, I don't think, over the moon with either of them, particularly Daly last year. But, yes, his emergence, maybe he is the guy, Trent, that uh, we've both been wondering where they're going to be able to go out and find this guy. Look, I've, uh, I've been encouraged the last couple of times I've seen the Hawks on the floor. They blew up, granted. Um, but the game against Colorado, I think Colorado's, um, I don't know where they're going to fit in the Pac-12, but it's a power five team, and Boyle's a good coach, and they've had some success there in the past. So, um, you know, again, maybe it's not going to be as dire as we thought it was going to be, at least back around Thanksgiving. Get us to February. Give us something to talk yeah, about. right. That's, that's all we could ask for. Uh, to the football team and the Pinstripe Bowl, listen to the press conference of this morning. Adazio and Ferentz up there on the podium uh, throwing back superlatives about how great each other are, you know, how oh, those sure. press conferences yeah. go. But uh, this bowl game, the, the buzz still isn't there, you know, talking to my Hawkeye brethren out there. Hey, you guys doing anything for the game? No, no, I might leave work an hour early to just catch it at home. It's just pinstripe bowl, an afternoon on a Wednesday. It, it, it still's not doing a whole lot out there. But the importance of this game, Ken, do you subscribe to the theory that no. this is important to the program? No, I don't, Trent. I, I mean, look, you want to you end the skid. I'll, I'll give you that. But I don't think it matters one bit, you know, whether you win or lose your bowl game. That old momentum going into the offseason, I, I don't believe in it one for one minute. I think if you did a study, there would be just as many teams that lost their bowl game that took steps forward the next year. Um, I mean, the, prior to the Hawks' 12 and 0 season, I don't remember. You know what happened in the bowl game? Was that the game against uh, uh, Tennessee? I don't remember. One year kind of blends into the other. But my point being is, whether you win or whether you, whether you win or whether you lose, I don't think it matters as far as momentum going into the next season. It's a whole different team. 
Um, so I've never been a big subscriber to that theory, but I do believe this, that, it, it, that it's time that, that Iowa wins a bowl game. It's there for them. This is a winnable football team. I saw Boston College against Florida State on that Friday night, not too many. Oh, early November, I want to say, Trent, maybe mid-November. They looked very good. They've got some players. There's no doubt about that. But so does Iowa. Um, and as much as anything, it's about the, you know, the time, the preparation leading up to that that I think is as important to anything. Well, uh, from that, let's jump over to Iowa State here. We're talking Ken Miller on his road to Memphis as he's battling snowstorms on his way to Memphis as he makes his way south. Uh, I guess a big storyline continuing to emerge, that sixth season for Kyle Kempton. What did we hear that? Two, three weeks ago is the first yeah. time the, the rumbling started here. Is the case, is it, is it compelling? Does, does it have a chance in your mind? Well, it's, you know, it's the NCAA, so you really, you know, wet your fingers, stick it into the air, Trent. It's, it, it's a crapshoot, it, and they're going to adjudicate this or decide this on their own timetable, unfortunately. Um, you know, I, 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 they keep bringing up Tanner Lee and the fact that he bounced around, and I'm not sure that he get another, an extra year at Nebraska or not. I know he's eligible for one more, but... You know, he was run out uh, at Oregon State. There's no doubt about that. He never had his opportunity. The junior college thing didn't run out or didn't work out, rather. Unfortunately, I mean, if I had to guess right now, I don't think it's going to go his way just because it's the NCAA and common sense um, and having a heart. Uh, those two things never seem to uh, coincide with uh, anything NCAA related. So we'll see. I mean, obviously, you know why they want him back. Uh, he's veteran leadership. He, when he got, got his offer, look, he took a team into Norman after, after never starting a football game and, and won there. So um, I get why they want it, uh, but I doubt that, uh, that they have him on the roster next year. I really do. All right, Ken, uh, before we go, let's get into the NFL. Uh, week 16 in the books, okay. Week 17, no Sunday night Yeah. I, I, I was, I was shot when I first read it, I, that can't be right. This is what I was we wait the for. same way. I was the same way, Trent. This is the first time in forever uh, that there hasn't been one. Look, we talked about going. We, we both spent, I don't know, maybe not considerable time, but we devoted a couple of segments uh, leading up to our you know, Christmas with trying to figure out what game NBC is going to flex because there was really no compelling matchup. Mm-hmm. And that still is the case, that there really was no compelling matchup. And, with the NBA ratings, NBA, NFL ratings being down, the fact that it's New Year's Eve, maybe they wanted to avoid an embarrassment of, you know, having to spin uh, primetime football on New Year's Eve to finish out the season with, with ratings that went in the dumpster compared to last year, which I could clearly foresee that happening. So maybe common sense prevailed, but it still seems weird that the NFL is not going to end the way it's ended over the last few years. Yeah, and uh, they said the last time a situation like this arose was 2006. They played, it was a Packers game that didn't mean anything. They lost that day uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in the ratings to Deal or No Deal, a game show. Wow. Uh, that day in 2006 when things were humming along at a pretty good clip. So, yeah, I, I think it's about saving face. I, I think you're right on there. And that 325 window, that's going to be oh. fun, though. I mean, we're going to have nine games going on during that one. And, and the back and forth, it's going to feel, what was that, that, day, that last day of Major League Baseball, what, 2010, 2011, something like that? Has a that chance to awesome. feel like that. 
Yeah, no, I remember that clearly. Remember they were waiting in Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was just tremendous that day. No, you're right. I mean, Andrew Siciliano is going to have a busy day that <laughs> yes. day as he navigates his way through uh, the Red Zone Channel. Um, but yeah, I'm glad they put them all in the uh, in the late window. It's going to be fun, uh, but it's going to be one of those. You know, there's going to be so much action going on in that uh, in that time slot that you would have thought they would have been able to find one. But it's December 31st, Trent. I really believe that has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's it's the whole New Year's Eve thing, and ratings are down, and there's going to be a lot. There's a lot of uh, advertisers out there that are PO'd and are looking for some make goods because the advertising they bought with the ratings that they were sold. Uh, they clearly haven't been delivered that this year for whatever reason. Yeah, they will, and I will be uh, watching that one from U.S. Bank Stadium, my Christmas present. Nice. We're going to Bears-Vikings. Now, it doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things, but... But it, it's the stadium, Trent. It's getting yes. to experience that stadium for the first... And I haven't yet. I'm, I'm jealous of you. I was jealous of you last week, by the way, Yeah, uh, going to see the Colorado. When, I, when the TV came on and... They set the scenes like, wow, you can understand why people were salivating to get to this game. You know, you mentioned you don't want it to be an annual thing. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Maybe you <laughs> right? do. I mean, that was that was a home court advantage for Iowa without a shadow of a doubt. And you can't say that, you know, technically, of course, Carver is that. Mm-hmm. But just the fan base being that close to the action, I think that helped a lot. It really did. Well, and you do wonder if, if this will lead to... Remember, they played the NIT game years ago in the Mark and Moline, and it was a great environment. Yes. I think they played DePaul there in that game. And, and doing something like that, looking around the state for different venues and, and different ideas to continue to grow, because y- you have to look at things like that. Wells Fargo, it's a huge building, and even if yeah. you have the things, st- it's just it's not the same. But you play in Tyson Event Center in Sioux City with 7,000 people in that building, what you could do. You know, find somewhere different kind of venues maybe it's an idea and anything to make a buck right they got 50 grand guaranteed to go over there if another arena is willing to do that yeah, take a shot at it right no absolutely and the goodwill that they generated by their fans yeah. in that portion of the country too i mean it was anyway, it, they they had to be over the over the top i was jealous of you so it looked like uh, look, now you were way up at the top were you not yes yeah the the but media didn't look it wasn't bad was it no no i mean i i that the vantage point again. It's a small building, so yeah, yep. it was basically straight down to the court. It was a great look at everything. It wasn't courtside because they had people stacked up courtside there right. uh, on each end. So no, it was really cool. The environment, the building is immaculate, brand new building. The amenities around it, it was well put together and a great event. And well, it's nice when you have a couple of billionaires that can build a building like that, and that's what they have up there in Sioux Falls. Yeah, can't hurt, right? Can't no. hurt. Well, safe travels the rest of the way, Ken. Uh, Hopefully that snow will dissipate very quickly. It'll be smooth sailing for you all the way to Memphis. Yeah, about 45 minutes rather out of St. Louis. So once we get through there and, uh, like you say, um, get through St. Louis and heading further south on I-55, yeah, we should be out of it pretty soon, I have a feeling. Any disagreements yet with the uh, misses? We made it to Pella. Okay, good, good. Yeah, not bad, right? All the way to Pella. All the way to Pella? Time to pull over. Yeah. But she wanted to see some of the beautiful uh, Dutch, what, she wanted uh, a new piece of wood, something like that? Uh, a letter, and there's some on the square there, store on the square that uh, she was looking forward to hitting. But, uh, yeah, made her all the way from Ankeny to Pella. Beautiful. Enjoy the rest of the way. <laughs> Thanks, Trent. See ya. <laughs> Ken Miller checking in on the road. Always great catching up with Ken. And uh, he'll be making reports for us here over the next three days after today down there in Memphis. We'll have you up to date everything happening down there. Getting ready for the bowl game against Memphis. We'll 
have a man on the scene, which is always a good thing. Ken Miller uh, taking one for the team, and oh yeah, tough work going to Memphis. So weather not beautiful, still vacation. Him and Sydney, they'll have a good time down there, no doubt. We'll come back here on the other side. Coming up about 135, we'll go deeper into the Cyclones. Dylan Montz, he's going to join us at 135 from the Ames Tribune. We'll get a deeper look. Dylan, I believe, uh, making his way and is already there in Memphis. So boots on the ground. We'll talk with Dylan coming up. We can take some of your phone calls as well. we got a little time coming up after the break. You can join me here, 515-264-1700. Again, 515-264-1700 as we take you up until 2 o'clock here today. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Conan on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is your local animal shelter. When you give to the ARL, you're providing much-needed care, shelter, and love to Iowa's animals who have nowhere else to turn. This holiday season, consider giving to animals who want nothing more than to find their forever home. The need is now. The need is local. Please donate today at givearl.org. That's givearl.org. Thank you. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. Washer Systems of Iowa has provided industrial quality pressure cleaning equipment to a wide variety of businesses and individuals for over 25 years. The goal of Washer Systems of Iowa is to provide the best possible equipment along with technical knowledge and superior service. Your pressure washer experts in Iowa. It's Washer Systems of Iowa and the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. This is the time of year we get together with family and friends to reflect and give thanks. Chuck and Larry's Transmission has been serving the Des Moines and surrounding communities for over 40 years. We would like to take the time to say thank you for the loyalty and friendships we have built over the years. We would also like to thank the men and women who serve and have served our country and to all the law enforcement for keeping us safe. Without their service and commitment, none of what we do would be possible. From all of our family at Chuck and Larry's Transmissions, we wish your family a safe and happy Happy holidays. 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar. Dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs. With locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines. And now opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. Have pain you can't ignore? 
Then try first-in-class relief from Salon Pass. Salon Pass pain relief patches have everything you need in one clinically proven solution. They're the strongest label pain reliever available without a prescription. Safely relieving pain for up to 12 hours. And Salon Pass is the first and only FDA-approved OTC topical pain reliever. For first-in-class relief, get Salon Pass pain relief patches. In the green box with a blue wave. People make your business work. But how do you find the right talent? ZipRecruiter. One click posts your job to over 100 top job boards. Then, smart matching technology instantly alerts quality candidates about your job. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. To try ZipRecruiter for free, just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash expand. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash expand. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome back once again. It's the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG with myself, Trent Cotton. Ken on the road as he is traveling south down to Memphis. Good catching up with Ken. And uh, if you miss any portion of the program, you start talking with Ken or anything else from earlier on today. As always, you can check it out on the podcast page over at 1700kbgg.com. That's the place to go. Get up to date on everything that you may have missed. I know people, you're at work, you're at your desk, you step away, you got a meeting maybe on the road, in and out of the car, whatever it may be, 
the podcast page at 1700kbgg. You can also find it on iTunes or on Stitcher. Just check The Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon, and you can find it there. We'll get Dylan Montz coming up here just a couple of minutes. We'll talk some Cyclones with him as he is in Memphis. But Big 12 basketball conference play will get started on Friday night. Four games in action and four incredibly good games. And this is going to be really the name of the story all throughout the year. Just great game after great game. And everywhere you turn, the matchups, they're off the charts. The Big 12 this year has gone 101 and 16. 101 and 16. Just think about that for 101 and 16. A winning percentage of 863. Now, they're not all playing top 10 schedules. I get that. But regardless of who you're playing, you put together that, you're going to be in good shape. And that's the Big 12. And looking at the RPIs right now, RPI starting to round into form. We'll know more about middle of January after conference play has been going for a couple of weeks. I think you can really dive deeper into the RPI. But you go through TCU's at number six, Oklahoma at 10, 26 for West Virginia. Uh, 18 for Kansas, 43 for Texas Tech. You got Iowa State at 46, Texas at 44. Okie State down a little bit more at 80. And in the hundreds, Kansas State and Baylor, both of those teams, and especially Baylor, though, I still think good enough to put together resumes. And that's going to, night in and night out, you have to be ready to play. You have to find a way to hold serve at home. And for Iowa State, if they can put together, let's say 7-2, and two, Kansas is always going to be difficult West Virginia is going to be tough, but hey, with the way the guards are playing, maybe not as difficult. Still, uh, Monte Morris had some struggles against West Virginia. It's tough to go against that press. Baylor, West Virginia, Kansas, all difficult matchups. But if you can beat seven of the nine teams coming into your home floor, even six and three, and steal a game or two on the road, I, I think Iowa State has put themselves in a position we're even at 8 and 10 in the Big 12. They're going to be in good shape. Now, if, if you want to take this a step further, just go through and do what the bracketologists do. Try to come up with 68 teams, and it'll become more apparent the deeper into the season that we get. Year after year, it's the same conversation, and, and, and we have it with all our bracketologists that we have on. Uh, the bubble seems incredibly weak this year. How can you put Team X in? Da, 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 da. Just look at Iowa as a perfect example. Iowa lost to Nebraska Omaha last year. Iowa, frankly, had some rough stretches a year ago, and they were, until they were blown out in the Big Ten tournament, they were right on the bubble. Frankly, was not a very good resume. But it goes to show you, trying to get 68 teams in, trying to get the large bids that you need to have, you get down to some teams that have some pretty flimsy resumes. And for Iowa State, with eight victories in the Big 12 against whoever those eight victories would come against. And you couple that with wins. That Boise win, I think, is going to look very nice at the end of the year. The U and I win will look nice at the end of the season. You put those together, a couple of neutral court victories, I think Iowa State's going to be in good shape. They're going to be able to put together a good enough resume. I talked about this with John Bodekamp earlier, and I brought it up last week. The chance of all 10 teams getting into the tournament, it's a real conversation to have. I don't think that'll be the case. I, I do believe there will be a team that'll never be able to get going. Maybe it's Oklahoma State, just the team that losses start to pile up, some youth. 
a bad stretch, and you're looking up, and you're 5-13 and 13 at the end of the year, and obviously that's not going to be good enough to get in the NCAA tournament. But it's a real conversation. And if I had to put an over-under number right now, and if I put it at 6.5, I'd take the over. And at 7.5, I think I'd still bet the over if there was a number teams from the Big 12 to get in. That's how good this league is. That's the depth of this league. I really believe in it. And can Iowa State, are they going to be able to find a way to win those eight, nine games it's going to need to get in the tournament? I think they can. I like the way that they played. I like the youth. I like the construction of this team. Yes, they need Hans Brace. This isn't a deep team. They only go nine deep. They need those guys to be able to go out there. They can't afford to lose Brace for a couple of weeks. They just can't. You can get away with, with, for it for a game. You can get away with it playing Maryland Eastern Shore. I don't think, though, because of the strength of this league, you can do that, do that over an extended time. Going to be fun. Going to be an interesting run, and, and college basketball is coming. we got college football going on right now. It's the Zaxby's Heart of Dallas Bowl. That's right. Get your tickets now. Well, I think you can walk up, and they probably just let you in. West Virginia and Utah. Kyle Whittingham, one of the best in college football as it pertains to what he's done with his teams throughout the years. Bull preparation. They came out right away, jumped out to a 7-0 lead, but since then, well, not a whole lot. 7-3 is the score in that one with 10.05 to go in the second quarter. Utah with the lead over West Virginia as uh, Big 12 trying to get on the scoreboard with a win in that one against the Pac-12 Utah. This afternoon, Duke and Northern Illinois from Detroit. And then tonight, well, this is one to actually be excited about. K-State, Bill Snyder, his final game, maybe. They get Josh Rosen and UCLA. That'll be the nightcap tonight from Chase Field down in Phoenix. We'll uh, talk some more college football. We'll keep you up to date. Utah, West Virginia, anything happening there. But coming up on the other side, we're going to talk Big 12 and Cyclones football and basketball with Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune. He's down in Memphis, and he'll join us next. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. We're back in a moment. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Hi, I'm Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands in Altoona. For 15 years, Caring Hands has been providing food, clothing, and other types of assistance to our neighbors here in the Southeast Polk community in Pleasant Hill and in Bondurant. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank our many donors and volunteers. Together, we have provided over 180,000 meals and over 30,000 items of clothing this year. If you're interested in partnering or helping out at Caring Hands, you can find all the information you need at our website, caringhandsiowa.org. On behalf of all of us from here at Caring Hands, we'd like to wish you a very merry Christmas. LaCasey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories in Grinnell would like to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. LaCasey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories has trailers in every shape and size. LaCasey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories is locally owned and operated. Don't forget, LaCasey also has truck accessories for your holiday shopping. The LaCasey family thanks you for a wonderful year and looks forward to many more. 
LaCasey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories, just a quarter mile south of Interstate 80 on Highway 146, Grinnell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. In this tight labor market, finding new employees can be tough. Whether you're the business owner or an HR professional, you want access to highly qualified candidates fast. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, no matter the industry, with Indeed you get immediate access to a high-quality pool of talent with no long-term contracts or upfront fees. For a limited time, Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility so more candidates will see it. You want to make a great hire fast, and this exclusive offer gives you a head start. Independent research shows six times more hires are delivered through Indeed than any other job site, making Indeed your one-stop source for hiring. To redeem this offer, go to Indeed.com offer. That's Indeed.com offer. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. 1700 KBGG is your home for Kansas City Chiefs football. Tyreek Hill takes it at the 5. San Diego didn't think he was going to take it. Here he goes. He's at the 25-30. They blocked the putter. The cheat is gone. They can't get to him. Tyreek Hill stays on the right boundary. 10-5. Touchdown, Kansas City. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins myself, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller each Thursday at 140 on your home for Chiefs football. 1700 KBGG. Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tie Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black tie. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You don't need 
more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Got it back with you. Running solo here today. Ken making his way to Memphis. And, well, we go there right now with our man Dylan Motts from the Ames Tribune as he joins us here today. Dylan, how are things in Memphis? Doing pretty well, Trent. Uh, like I said right before we came back on, it's it's chilly here, but not, not nearly anything compared to what you folks in, in Iowa are dealing with. So uh, hanging in there and and enjoying the city uh, while there's a little bit of free time, too. So is this your first trek to Memphis, or were you there uh, covering the team back, what, four or five years ago? Yeah, I, I wasn't covering the team then, but I, I did a road trip with, with some friends and came down and got to do all the, the different stuff that was around here back then. Um, so it was kind of nice just to get a little bit of a peek there, and then obviously being down here already, uh, I'll spend a little bit more time here on this trip, so... Uh, it was, like I said, the, the last time was a little bit of a foray into it, and then this time I kind of knew my way uh, around a little bit more in, in the spots to hit. Well, Beale Street, uh, not uh, the first time I was there was uh, about a year and a half ago now, and and I was surprised. I expected it to be a lot bigger than it actually is. Yeah, it, it really is just kind of the one little section in the one block of, of, of the street there, kind of down by the FedEx Forum where the Memphis Grizzlies play, but... Uh, they they do kind of jam pack a lot into that little block. So there's there's bars and restaurants that mine both sides of the street, and they they cap uh, they cap the street at at both ends of the block. So uh, people are out walking around in the middle of the street when when it kind of hits its peak time. So it's kind of an interesting spot. But yeah, maybe it is a little bit different than than what you you'd hear or expect. Um, you know when when you read about it or have people tell you about it. It's a little bit different in person. So uh, for people, I know there's a lot of people working maybe today, tomorrow, and then getting on the road. Uh, where would they find Dylan Monster? Do you got your favorite spot on Beale Street yet? Yeah, I actually had Christmas Eve dinner uh, at Miss Polly's. Uh, it was kind of a little soul food uh, cafe. Yeah. I had some chicken and waffles there that night, which was pretty good. B.B. Um, King's uh, Blues Cafe. Um, those are kind of at the... that. That place is at the end of the street, so it's it's 
uh, easy to find and uh, has good stuff there, uh, live music and obviously good food and things like that. So those are probably the two that stand out. But like I said, there's so much stuff on those streets to, to kind of see and do and experience that um, you could be there quite a while and, and probably not even get to all of it. Well, uh, one of the places I remember, and it was a place that I was able to go a couple of times because it wasn't very busy, Jerry Lawler, the old wrestler, has a uh, bar there. Is that thing still open? Yeah, I actually just walked by there yesterday. <laughs> uh, it, I, I don't think it was open on Christmas, but that place is still up and going. And uh, Yeah, there's big pictures of him outside in his name and in neon above the doors and stuff. Uh, I do want to get in there maybe sometime this week because uh, it, it would be kind of interesting maybe to, to kind of see what that place has to offer, but it is interesting to kind of look at from the outside. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was a wrestling fan of the 80s. I, I grew up, I don't watch it anymore. Do you still watch wrestling, Dylan? Uh, no, I, I don't get it. Every once in a while, I'll turn, I'll turn on Raw if I'm at home and not right. doing anything, uh, but uh, I don't get to it much. Good man, good man. I, I'm the same way, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff, and the best thing, Cheap, big beers. That was my favorite part of it. On top of it, it wasn't overly packed. But I'm going to guess it's going to be packed. Are, are the Cyclone fans, are they already out in, in force? Is it starting to trickle in? Where Where's the Cyclone fans making their way to Memphis? Yeah, I think it's a little bit quiet right now. I think people are wrapping up the holidays with their families. And uh, you might start to see a few trickle in today. Then tomorrow there will be more. And then I think the big day is probably going to be Thursday. That's kind of what I've heard is that a lot of people are going to be heading down and kind of doing – in uh, an extended weekend, a little bit of taking maybe an extra day off work and, and coming down that day. So I think that's probably when you'll see people out in full force and when Beale Street is going to be at its most packed is, is kind of that Thursday in anticipation for, for the game on Saturday. Well, uh, let's get into the game here a little bit. We know a high-powered Memphis team. It's not going to come off as anything different, though. Iowa State throughout the year in the Big 12 they see high-powered offenses here. Uh, what, what are you hearing about Riley Ferguson and this Memphis offense, though, and maybe some things that could give the Cyclone decent trouble? Yeah, uh, we actually talked to Matt Campbell today. The lo- a few of us from the local media were out at practice at Rhodes College, and he was asked kind of about Memphis and what stands out about him. And uh, he said if you want to compare him to somebody, they have maybe the style of speed that TCU had and maybe the skill style that Oklahoma State had. So it's kind of, um, you know, maybe a little bit of hybrid in terms of how those teams are built and the strengths that they use. Memphis has a little bit uh, similar to that. And you talked about Riley Ferguson and obviously how he has, uh, uh, you know, stellar command of that offense. And I think Riley Ferguson's top five nationally and in, in, uh, total in, in passing yards this season. So he's really potent and gets the ball out to his receivers. Um, rolls out of the pocket really nicely and delivers throws to Anthony Miller, who was a consensus All-American. Uh, not a very big guy, but, but speedy. Um, he'll he'll get yards on you in a hurry. So I think uh, that's going to be interesting to see how Iowa State tries to defend some of those situations that Memphis does because they got into them so well throughout most of the season and had a couple hang-ups against UCF. But otherwise, they really racked up a lot of points and yards on people. Well, uh, Kyle Kemp getting back healthy, it sounds like. Uh, I know you talked a little bit about that. I saw you uh, tweet that out that Matt Campbell said. The rest is done, Kyle Kemp will. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I even talked to Kemp a little bit off to the side today, and he said really once he became the starter and got thrown in there uh, for that Oklahoma game, the weeks after that were basically game prep and, uh, you never really got a time to really dive into practice or really kind of get into the nitty-gritty of stuff. And then, obviously, when he got injured, uh, that really kind of stalled all of it out. 
but the time that he was able to take off to uh, leading up to the bowl game, some of those younger guys were getting more reps in practice. Then the last two and a half weeks, he's really been able to kind of dive into, to, like I said, the technical aspect of it and, and kind of get himself back a little bit and feel a little bit more comfortable. And he says he's feeling really good now. And saw him throw a couple balls today, and he, he had some zip on it, as much zip as his, his throws have had on him all year, um, delivered nice throws. So I think... Uh, they're going to be in a good spot with him, and he's going to be as healthy as 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 you know as you'd want him to or expect him to be um, with that time off. So I think they're in a good situation with him, and I know he's ready to kind of get out there and and play uh, at a full strength that he feels uh, like he had been lacking in uh, the last few weeks of the season. Talking right now, Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune. He's down in Memphis getting ready for Saturday's game, Iowa State and Memphis in the Liberty Bowl. Uh, Dylan, you mentioned Kyle Kemp, the other part. Uh, wonder about that six year of eligibility. Uh, tell us a little bit of the background here. He was at Oregon State, coaching change, some things turned around, also junior college. Uh, some of the parameters that maybe could lead to a six year of eligibility. Yeah, so it's kind of um, it's a convoluted system that the NCAA has in terms of guys getting a sixth year, and there's really not a lot of precedent for, for Kemp's situation, but really what Iowa State petitioned the NCAA for is that he should gain an extra year because of um, the runoff rule. And that's not in any written legislation. It's more of just a kind of a, a casual term for uh, a guy who was at a program uh, who changed coaches and the new coach came in and basically told the kid, um, you're, you're not going to play. Uh, we're going to have our own guy. We're, so, you know, that, that just kind of lay it out like that. So that's, Sounds like that's kind of what Kent experienced at Oregon State when Mike Riley left from Nebraska and Jerry Anderson came in. Um, and then he got to Hutchinson Community College, spent a year there, and then got to Iowa State. Um, so I think that's really kind of what they're basing their case for the NCAA on. And there's really, like I said, not a ton of precedent for it other than Tanner Lee at Nebraska, who had kind of something similar, although there are a couple of differences. Uh, he had started at Tulane, um, started actually 19 games at quarterback, um, transferred to Nebraska, had to sit out his first year there, uh, and was granted an, an, an extra year of eligibility. Um, so he had two years at Nebraska then um, because he he was deemed to have been run off by that new coaching staff at Tulane. So I, I, I still think it's probably a long shot that he gets another year, but uh, certainly something to keep an eye on. But as for Iowa State, I think it's kind of in, they, they view it as being in the NCAA's hands right now, and they've done what they can do, and now they're just kind of, waiting to hear back, but when that is, I'm not really sure. Well, let's jump over here in the last couple minutes with Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune into some Cyclone basketball. Big 12 play, it is here. It'll get going on Friday night. In fact, four games will be going on. And Well, I'm going to guess you're going to be amongst the people watching that one coming up on Friday night. I'm going to guess there's going to be a lot of TVs tuned in Memphis to uh, Cyclones at K-State. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I I think... um, you know, it, the whole non-conference season has been kind of a good measuring stick, and obviously after the first two games of the season when or when they struggled like they did to kind of turn it around and rattle off the wins that they did, just finding different ways to win has been really big. But now, as we've kind of said before, the Big 12 ramps up so much, and it looks like it's the deepest, team, deepest league in the in the country again. So there's not going to be really any breaks that Iowa State gets. And, um, you know, we're going to find out pretty quickly in the first few games kind of, um, some of the adjustments that have been made or that need to be made and, and how they can move forward. Kansas State comes in, solid resume. They lost a tight one to Arizona State. It was kind of the talk of college basketball, but 
Barry Brown Jr., he's back. That's a name certainly that people know. Kansas State's not getting a whole lot of national love or anything like that, but another solid squad. You have to figure it's going to be a tough one to kick things up and certainly a ramp up a competition from what they saw against Maryland Eastern Shore. Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of what you'd expect in the baseball. Kansas State has not really been an easy out for teams uh, recently, even even while they've kind of dipped up and down uh, with Bruce Weber. They've always kind of, um, you know, at least with Iowa State, been competitive and, and been tough. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Iowa State has for depth as they go into that game uh, because that's been kind of a thing um, that they've they've petered on a little bit here and, and you know, play with fire a little bit the last, several games is is the lack of depth that they had. So if they can get a couple of those guys back, or at least one of those guys back, it gives them some insurance there. Um, but uh, Kansas State will probably play physical, so it, it is going to be kind of interesting to see all the different um, moves and counter moves that have to get made in a game like that. Dylan, uh, who's the most important cog to this team if they're going to be an NCAA tournament team, who, who's the guy that you look at as the most valuable? Not the best player, not the guy that's going to score the most points, but who's the most valuable if they're going to take that step and, and get back to the NCAA tournament in your mind? Yeah, I think that's a really good question, and I think that you could make a case for a couple guys, but I'll just pick Nick Weiler bounce. Mm-hmm. I, I think with the position that he's in now and getting moved to point guard, uh, if he can maintain that level of play that he's had, um, since he moved, got moved to that position, I think that puts him in a really good spot because uh, he's lengthy, so he's a little bit different than, than some of the point guards I know see in the Big 12 and, and provide some different skill sets. And then his athleticism is really good. And I know Steve Cronus talked about his basketball IQ being really good, and he, he makes the correct decisions a lot of times. And if his shot can fall, I think that adds another dimension to his game. So I think overall, uh, you know, Lindell Wigginson's important. Um, you know, Cameron Martin, Solomon Young are important down there. Donovan Jackson hitting shots is important. But I think when you talk about the whole operation of of the team itself, and and not to mention the leadership that um, Wilder Bad can provide and getting getting guys in the right spots and kind of rallying everybody together, I, I think there's just so many elements to to what he can bring to the team. So I'll go with him. But I think, like I said, there could be a couple guys too that that are um, complementary players in in helping, um, you know, like I said, get, uh, get back to the NCAA tournament. Dylan Montz, he's down on the ground in Memphis. He's eating good barbecue. Dylan, are you a fried chicken fan? Yeah, yeah, I am. And that's kind of why I, uh, you know, sought out the Soul, Cal- Soul Food uh, Cafe yeah. the other night. It was kind of nice to have a little fried chicken from the south and, and enjoy that. So I'm sure there will be a couple more spots I tried to hit up here, but uh, that's all good stuff for me. Well, hit up Hattie B's. Uh, had it when we were in Nashville, then we went to Memphis, had it again. They got the hot chicken if you want to go hot. If you're not into the hot stuff, though, their fried chicken is amazing. Hattie B's. Hit it up, and uh, you can thank me later, okay? Yeah, you bet. That sounds good. I'll, I'll look for you later today. Even. <laughs> Safe travels, uh, Dylan, and uh, we'll try to run you down maybe Friday before the game if that works for you. Yeah, sounds good, Trent. All right, that's Dylan Motts checking in. Ames Tribune, give him a follow on Twitter, at Dylan Motts. Great coverage of the Cyclones. We've got basketball coming up on Friday. 8 o'clock tip for that one. And wonder what the environment's going to be. You know, it's, it's a Friday night, which is it's odd for college basketball. It's just different. But then you couple that with, think of the amount of people, the amount of fans that are going to be in Memphis already. I mean, most everybody... Pretty much everybody, you'd have to assume, that's going to be at the game will already be in Memphis. 20, 
25,000 people that'll be there. I'm sure it'll still be stacked up, but you got students on break. You have everybody that'll be in Memphis on top of it. Just kind of an 8 o'clock start. Yeah, it's a Friday night, but then Friday nights are weird. It's something to ponder what it's going to be, what it's going to look like in that one, something that uh, just kind of jumped up in the mind, and an important one. For Iowa State Hoops, if they're going to get off to a good start, if they're going to put together a resume, I still think that they're going to have to at least be 2-1, and one, if not 3-0 and oh here through the first three. It's just the way the schedule is, the difficult nature of it. Kansas State on Friday night, Monday, Texas at home. You go to Oklahoma State that looks like probably the most winnable road game that you're going to have in conference play, and then it really gets difficult. A- after that, this is what, after those three games, you're at Kansas, you get Baylor at home, still Baylor. We know what a matchup nightmare that has been for Iowa State. At TCU, the only undefeated team left in the Big 12. Texas Tech after that, who is in the top 25. Then you go on the road for Texas. Then Tennessee in that Big 12 SEC Challenge game that looks a lot more difficult than it did before the season began. West Virginia after that. Then at Baylor. Then at Tech. I mean, it is a rough go. Maybe I'm talking to myself. They need to get off to a 3-0 start. Might be there. Well, that'll do it for the show today. I'll be back here in a couple of hours. Jim Brinson will join me for Jimmy B and TC. We got Alex Halstead. We'll talk more Cyclones. It's a Hawkeye Huddle Tuesday as Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge will be by as well. Thanks to everybody out there for listening in once again. Lots of great talk on the Hawks, the Clones, the NFL, and a whole lot more. And safe travels to my partner, Ken Miller, as he's battling a blizzard on his way to Memphis. Ken will check in once again tomorrow with full coverage from the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. That'll do it for the show to get today. Thanks for listening in. We'll talk to you from 4 to 6 with Jimmy B and TC. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. 
Cumulus Media Des Moines encourages you to shop local, buy local this holiday season. Our local businesses are the lifeblood of our communities and a major driving force for the local economy, contributing to the tax base, which in turn supports our schools and helps to keep our infrastructure updated. Money spent locally supports all of us here and is very important to maintaining our way of life. 1700 KBGG encourages you to shop local this holiday season. Shop local is brought to you by these fine local businesses, The Hall, Total Truck, and Mattress Discounter. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Macy's After Christmas Sale is going on now. Get the lowest price of the year on the Radley 5-Piece Sectional, only $1,599. Or a Tribeca Gray Queen Panel Bed, $289. Plus, it's our biggest mattress sale of the season. Get a Serta Calm Haven 2-Piece Queen Set, $279. And free white glove delivery and setup on any mattress purchase of $787. Shop in-store, online, or call 1-800-BUY-MACY. Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Washer Systems of Iowa. Sell the best and service the rest. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, 